Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast, powered by Anchor. The opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast in general. Also, portions of the live stream may be edited for podcast release. We appreciate your understanding. Welcome, everybody, to the Extreme Anime Radio podcast for Monday, August the 17th, 2020. We're on a, just a little bit late because of some uh, earlier technical issues we've been having, but I think we got them all straightened out now. Thank you so much for tuning in and for your patience. I'm J.R. Horse, joining you from my summer home somewhere in northern New York. I'm happy I only have three weeks left to go before I get out of this mess. But hey, Flight Simulator releases tomorrow so it's all not bad at all joining me as per usual and hubbing things tonight as he's done the last few weeks north of the border is mr neff canuck hello sir good evening and uh apologies from my end folks because for some reason everything decided it was monday today <laughs> well it is monday things uh, are bound to go down the pipes as usual at the beginning of the week right down the pipes is a polite way of putting it, but yeah, that pretty much <laughs> yeah sum, sums it up. <laughs> yes, but uh, we originally were going to do this show on Wednesday again, but uh, with things going on in my neck of the woods, we had to reschedule again uh, to Monday tonight, but that enables us to bring on a very special guest who has made time from her busy schedule to join us tonight. And is also staying up because it's just past one in the morning on a Tuesday. Everybody, please say hello to Sari Yoshida cosplayer Emma Castiel. Hello, Emma. Welcome. Hi. Can you hear me okay? Oh, I think I can hear you just fine. If <laughs> Neff can hear me just fine, he can hear you just fine. Perfect. 
<laughs> Emma, how are things going with you? Uh, really well, thank you very much. Um, just carrying on, you know. <laughs> Keep calm and carry on, you know. <laughs> there you go. Um, so should we call you Emma Castiel or should we call you Captain Tonu Windu? <laughs> either or, either or. <laughs> we um, have to we have to explain how that came about uh just very briefly tell us how that name came about so um a few weeks ago one of my friends that i go to cons with um uh, rang me up and was like I- i'm gonna steal you for for a <laughs> for a good while, long while and I was like oh okay why and he's like I'm starting a D&D group uh, Star Wars themed and I was like yeah let's do this Star Wars themed um, uh, D&D that sounds awesome <laughs> and um, I joined and my name it was Tony Windu and as of last night's session I became a captain of a f- ship Spaceship. What, what, what what's the, does a spaceship have a name? Uh, we called it um, B where B R S S Wings, and that stands for Black Rose Syndicate Starship Wings. Nice. Well, the Windu name, I think that that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it, <laughs> one of the Jedi's, but I'm not related fully to him. I'm just like a distant relative to him. Got it, got it. Well, uh, I'll be inquiring more about that as we go on tonight, but I did want to remind everybody about uh, some changes quickly that we've made uh, to our online world. Um, AnimeRadio.net has now been switched over to our um, uh, podcast page at anchor.fm forward slash radio. Um, and we're going to try that for the foreseeable future to see how things work out. Uh, we also have a link tree. I'm sure you've heard of link trees. A lot of people on Instagram want to share some links for various things. They use link tree. So we've gone to link tree as well. Link tree, uh, anime radio. So it's linktr.ee forward slash anime radio. So when you go there, you'll see links to the podcast, links to the live stream, links to our social media pages, links to the Sarayoshida page, the web clients on Ryzen and Mibit are there now, and also the donation link for PayPal is on the link tree. So anything that was accessible on AnimeRadio.net, you can now access through the link tree. And uh, if you forget the address, if you go to AnimeRadio.net, it redirects you to the podcast page, If you look in the description of the podcast, it will give you a link to the link tree. You just click on that, and it will give you all the links right there. So you can just click on whatever link you want, and it will take you to, again, Ryzen or Mebit, as we say, uh, for the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. We're going to see how this goes for a while, but I think uh, this uh, change makes a lot of sense for the time being. I also want to say, speaking of D&D, apparently Emma Castiel's uh, D&D group in the UK is listening right now. We want to say howdy, hello, and thank you so much for staying up, uh, you uh, wonderful poor people at 1.15 in the morning, I believe it is right now, 
uh, to listen to all of our antics. We really appreciate it. They're from the USA, not the UK. <laughs> okay. Thank you for staying up at 8.15 on a East Coast time. To- <laughs> well, let's put this way. They could be watching hockey instead of you know listening to us. So thank you for listening to us. <laughs> so, um, Sam, how long have you uh, – how many sessions have you had uh, so far in this? Uh, I think it's five or six. I can't quite remember. But yesterday we were on for nine hours. Nine hours. Nine hours. Oh no! Yeah, it was it was really good. It was a really great session, and we none of us wanted to stop. None of us like was like no. We're like come on, we're like come on. And it was getting to like one or two o'clock in the morning for me and the for the DM and uh, one of the players, and, and we were all like, oh, we're dying. We need to stop, but we want to <laughs> carry on. Um, so in the D&D universe that you play, um, the whole game, the whole setup, and all the dice rolls are all computerized. Am I right? Yes, we, ro- we roll on roll 20. Okay. Uh, and we we hate roll 20 because it, it, the rolls have, have been really shocking. Like, really shocking. We've been Some of us have been doing it from our own dice and just taking pictures and sending it so then nobody knows, everyone knows if the cheating or not right um, but yeah so yeah we've been using roll 20 and our maps are on roll 20 as well and then talking through discord okay and then it all goes to twitch yeah and then it goes to um the guardian keo's twitch apart from last half of last night's where he had um some issue internet issues and it cut his stream off and he couldn't get it back on Okay. But uh, his Twitch name is The Guardian Kia. Okay. Uh, so if you look him up on Twitch, you'll see the uh, the D&D streams, and they happen a few times a week, right? Um, once a week f- for the time being. Okay. Uh, but we're hoping to do more. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> um, Kia has just messaged me. Uh, saying I'm not blushing, you're blushing, <laughs> which is one of the things that Tanu says. So it's a little side project you're having right now. Ha 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 ha! Oh, <laughs> way to get that plug in, Jr. Way to get that plug in. Exactly. <laughs> he has to well, put it in there somewhere, you know. Yeah. So um, I'm still uh, I'm still looking forward to the day as some of the other Sarah cosplayers have mentioned were. Some of the Sarahs can get together and do like uh, our own D and D session of sorts. We'll see how that works out one day. Yeah, I, I really want to do it. Like now, I've now I've been playing with with these guys. Like I'm really into it, and I want to do more. I'm like, give me the D and D, like a that, child that, with sweets. Just give me more D and D. This reminds me, it, um, I just found out uh, the fourth season of Stranger Things is now planned for Netflix. I still haven't gone past season one. September 17th. Oh, I, uh, that's a month from today. I got to I gotta uh, catch up, I think. Yeah, you do. You really need to catch up. <laughs> but, it's uh, me. I love Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Really good. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, I was blown away by the first season. I'm like... I'm a kid again. Oh my goodness. 
there's the colored toilet paper. No, I won't go that far. But <laughs> well, Nev remembers that, don't you? No, I've never actually seen Stranger Things. Oh, really? Well, I'm talking about growing up back in those days. Remember the to- colored oh, toilet okay. paper? Yeah, yes, uh, yes, I am. Oh, God, thank you. The trauma returns. <laughs> Mainly because of the choice of colors. I'm like, don't choose that color. That's just no. <laughs> but it was the 70s, and people thought it was a great idea. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> quite. It was good ideas, but obviously they weren't. <laughs> yeah. Something else I've been tuning into now, a lot of these YouTube streams popping up with these random radio stations. So you can just tune in and listen to these random, and most of them are like indie uh, clips that are just mashed together. Um, Some of the popular ones include chill hop, if you know, lo-fi study music. And then there's the more recent, well, I think, the trend sort of gone away a little bit, but that still lingers. The vapor wave. Okay. Um, needless to say, you you've gone so far over my head. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think airline tickets were needed. Yes. <laughs> well, Neff, allow me to uh, bring you down into reality for a second. Uh, let's talk about uh, hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the uh, sports world continues to progress in the midst of this COVID pandemic, hockey seems to be holding together for the most part, right? Well, yeah. I mean, the, the trick is hockey did what a lot of the sports that are surviving did and forced their players into one area, made sure they were clean before they got in, and they don't let them out. Mm. Now, we're hearing rumblings here and there that it's not all sunshine and roses in the bubble. In fact, the Boston Bruins goalie, Tuka Rask, decided, you know what? I'd rather be with my family, thanks. And he was Boston. He's now a father. Yes, and he's Boston's number one goaltender. Oops. <laughs> so now Boston's hopes rest on the shoulders of a 35-year-old Euro Halak. Oh, boy. That, so that's it, kind of old. For a goalie, that's like, okay, you're in the old age home, pal. Oh, no. <laughs> Pretty much. The problem is goalies have to be flexible. Uh-huh. And, of course, you realize as you get older, flexibility isn't quite what it used to be, no matter how much you may train, etc. Mm-hmm. So it's like I- I'm waiting for this poor guy to you know have to stretch, and then he can't get up no more. Mm. In fact, they're playing tonight. So I'm like going, ooh, this could be bad. Yeah. And about those uh, maple leafs, uh, <laughs> Emma, I'm going to make a little joke to Neff because we, we kind of do this on the podcast regularly. Um, you know, uh, the, the Toronto maple leafs, the situation, the way it is right now, even with that, the Toronto maple leafs are, you know, finished their season like a trash fire. And with that, um, I will tell you about something that happened this morning in Toronto which some people kid it to be the annual Toronto Maple Leafs parade. Did you hear about this, Neff? Oh, dear, no. And I'm afraid. I'm really afraid now. <laughs> You're afraid to ask. Indeed. <laughs> this is the annual Toronto Maple Leafs trash fire parade. 
A number of residents in the city's entertainment district, according to CP24, woke up to find a waste management vehicle dumping a heaping load of burning garbage onto the roadway near their homes. It happened around 745 at the intersection of Simcoe and Adelaide Streets in downtown Toronto. Yeah, well, let's just say I saw the end of season press conference and I'm going... Okay, you're you're not giving me hope for next year, good boys. You're just not. Just no. This is <laughs> this is bad. Ah, you know. And the problem is, finan- their their hands are tied financially as much as anything else because they've given all this money to like four players. They've mm-hmm. given basically half the salary cap to four players. Mm-hmm. That means you have to fill 19 other roster spots with something, mm-hmm. and the something isn't very good. <laughs> so. Uh- my uh, coworker, who's a big uh, Islander fan, of course, he's happy that the Islanders are up by three games to zero right now in their series. Well, yeah, and... wa- watching them pound on Washington, I'm going, huh? Yes. I-, I don't quite understand how Washington is just not, you know, doing the roadrunner thing around these guys. But no, they're just letting the Islanders run them over, look back, run them over again just to make sure, and then go on their <laughs> merry way. Yeah. But uh, no, uh, the, the the truck that I work in a few days a week, we all kind of lost it when we saw the um, Islanders after the uh, the second period, I believe, on the MSG feed. They have the camera that, as they're walking into the Toronto Maple Leafs locker room because they're playing all these games in Toronto. And my coworker asks, "Who do you think has Tavares's locker?" <laughs> To which I would reply, absolutely no one, because they don't want to go anywhere near that thing. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, the uh, bubble in sports continues, and uh, other sports continue to do their very best. Hockey and uh, horse racing seem to be in good shape right now. Um, Auto racing to an extent, and um, I'm sorry, basketball to an extent, Baseball, on the other hand, how many teams are still quarantined? Uh, let me see. I think Miami's out of quarantine, but I think uh, St. Louis is in again or still mm-hmm. in. And one other team right now, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's like you watch this trash fire that Major League Baseball is turning into, and you're just like, huh? <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. You have all this money. Why wouldn't you try the bubble thing? You see how it works in other sports, and it's mm-hmm. working to the degree. You've got right. money, but mm-hmm. they, they're like, oh, no, the players don't want you know, to, to be in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want money? <laughs> I'm sorry, but if I'm paid as much as a baseball player, I'll sit in a bubble for the rest of my days. Yeah. You know, but that's just me. Uh, Emma, how is the uh, situation as far as the uh, pandemic uh, in uh, your neck of the woods? Um, yeah, <laughs> we don't talk about it. <laughs> really? We come and carry on. Yeah, that's uh, we literally. It's it's just we've had enough of it now. <laughs> we are we are Brits. We've had enough. <laughs> we just want to get on with life. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that happens soon. I'm I'm hearing. I'm hearing uh, promising things about uh, cures and vaccines, but you have to test the what they call the efficacy and uh, the usefulness of everything that gets trialed, basically. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, apparently Russia's come out with theirs, and apparently Putin put his own daughter in the program and gave her the, the vaccine. I'm going an, himself. Unt- an untested vaccine on your own child. You don't like that child very much, do you? <laughs> <laughs> if he's going to try it on anyone, he should try it on himself. Might help the world a little bit better. Mm. Yeah, well, I don't know that's going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. All right. But but hey, at least, uh, like I said earlier, I can uh, enjoy my vacation virtually by going to Flight Simulator. The last time we did a podcast, I goofed a bit on the release date for Flight Simulator. It's actually coming out tonight. And as I mentioned to Emma, where it's past midnight, it's already been released digitally. Here we have to wait a few more hours. But um, hopefully the Steam servers won't crash because... Um, Flight Simulator seems to be now, according to all these videos and all these reviews I'm seeing, the game um, to come along uh, in the midst of what's going on right now. People who can't get rid of the travel bug will just turn to Flight Simulator. And uh, all reviews uh, seem to be very positive. Um, IGN, the uh, website IGN, has given uh, Flight Simulator a perfect rating, which is rare. Um, so, um, yes, I'll be looking forward to maybe getting my hands on it tomorrow, downloading it. And then the, the thing I'm going to check out first is how many of my, in my friend's houses can I see in the game? Because it's going to be rendered off of Bing maps and AI technology. That should be interesting. Mm. Not to mention a little creepy, but just in, but interesting nonetheless. <laughs> there, somebody even made like a twenty-minute video on how you can hack the game and add a navigational waypoint over a random house, and then you can go to Flight Simulator, fly over that waypoint, and then pause the game and kind of slew yourself down to the ground and see what's there. Okay, this game has not been officially released, but they're already. Br- "Quote unquote," breaking it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> well, uh, the company that's making the game is a Sobo Studio based in France, and they have pledged to support and keep upgrading the game for years to come, which is a bold uh, a bold statement considering you know a good number of the good PC games only have support for a certain amount of time. I, I suspect it's because. If you want additional, say, planes or airports, show me the money. Well, that's what I did. I paid another uh, uh, 60 bucks on top of the base price for the extra planes and the extra airports. No, no, no. I'm talking about above that uh, okay. beyond that. I think <laughs> yeah, that, if it can be broken, people will break it. This, oh, is, yeah. this is true. I mean, you know, they, they say things are, for example, childproof, etc. And I'm going... You haven't seen the children I've seen. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to give props, though. Um, I, I probably mentioned it before, but I can't remember. Um, once I get back home, I will be looking into maybe um, building myself a new, um, what they call a gaming rig within my budget and within my means. It would also handle the podcast as well. Um, but um, I do have to give props very quickly to um, the uh, fiance of Capelia cosplay, 
one of the other uh, Sarah cosplayers. She lives in uh, Scotland, and her fiance has been giving me some great advice on um, um, what parts I should look into for a new uh, PC. He's of the opinion that I should go all solid-state drives, no optical drives or anything. Um, so something I'm sort of considering because um, Neff, uh, another person who's helping me with this planning, has pointed me to some software called Macrium Reflect, which essentially captures an image of your whatever's on your hard drive so that if for some reason your hard drive goes kaput, which, uh, Neff, uh, you told me, that with the SSD, it's kind of catastrophic. Yeah, SSDs generally don't give you any warning whatsoever. It's literally like a light switch. It's working, and then it's not. Yeah, so um, so I'll be looking into that, and probably all SSD is the route that I go with. Um, speaking of the Sarahs, before we take our break, I wanted to uh, once again thank uh, all the people who help out with the um, Extreme Anime Radio mascot, Sarah Yoshida. Emma, yourself included, obviously. Uh, yeah. You've been one of the hardest-working uh, Sarah cosplayers. Um, we always use the hashtag with you, Sarah Yoshida, on tour. Mm-hmm. And um, we actually shared, and it was very touching when I uh, saw it a few hours ago. Uh, we shared it to our Instagram and Facebook feeds. Uh, Emma put together a TikTok uh, of all, not all, but most of her Sarah photos that she's taken over the years from cosplay shoots, dance shoots, conventions, and that sort of thing. And that was nice to see. So thank you for putting that together. You're very welcome. Um, I am going to be doing another one with some of the videos that I've taken with some of the celebrities and putting that together at some point. That was supposed to go up as well today, but my phone was like, nope, it's not happening. Nope. <laughs> nope. You can one have of those one. Days, huh? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Just do a little fit. Mm. You um you did a um a cosplay shoot uh what was it, last month with yeah. uh your friend Stephen Potter up in uh the Yorkshire area. And um, it was uh, wonderful. You sent me all the photos, and I think we've shared most of them. Uh, I'm just curious, um, Sarah, uh, Emma. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to leave that in. Um, Emma, uh, I'm just curious. And, and, and meanwhile, Neff is staring with me with the grin on his face. That's nice. <laughs> Live radio, there's nothing like it, folks. Absolutely yeah. nothing. <laughs> Anyways, e- Emma, um, what did, uh, if anything, did you do um, as far as adjustments to your cosplay shoots, um, given that we're still in the COVID pandemic? Um, nothing, really. Um I mean, normally I have like loads of people around me whilst I'm doing the shoots, and there was just um, there was me, Stephen, and Lily, and Lily was uh, helping us out with like walking around and stuff, holding my coat, holding the umbrella, making sure like anyone that was coming, we know that they were coming, make sure that there was uh, nobody that was getting in the way of the shots, um, and uh, she did a really good job. 
I'm doing that. Uh, we started calling her the manager. <laughs> like going, <laughs> oh, manager Lily, manager Lily. <laughs> and she got really excited about that. Um, and Stephen was really excited about everything and he was, like coming out with ideas. I literally was like one after the other after the other and we just could not keep up with the amount of ideas. Like there was just so many. Um, but I was getting that my favourite one. I was going to jump in a puddle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I meant of jumping in a puddle. <laughs> yeah. And as I saw that it had been raining, I was like, I'm jumping in a puddle today and we're going to get a great photo. <laughs> I think he sent me like the whole uh, frame by frame sequence of that. That was pretty nice. Yeah, it, it, I think I did it like jumped in the puddle like f- five or six times, and like the last one, I was like, "Nope, no more, no more." I need to get out of my trousers because my am soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, like my dress and my leggings were just absolutely soaked, and I was just like, nope, I'm done. I need to go home now. This this is this is done, which is lucky because it was just, like, down the road from where I live. <laughs> there was no, like, public transport or anything, so we just, like, walked to where it was and then walked back to mine, and it was oh, just geez. really nice. A bit of a hike then? No, not really. It's about maybe five minutes down the road. Oh, so it was very, very close. Yeah. All right. But, uh, yeah, um, uh, wonderful thanks to you and again to... The manager. <laughs> what happened? I'm getting a hashtag, Lily the manager. <laughs> oh, great. From your, from your D&D group. <laughs> yeah. From uh, Zadral, who also wanted wow. me to say, where is it? Uh, quotes, keep calm and punch on. <laughs> nice. But uh, again, uh, thanks to you uh, and again, all of the Sarah cosplayers and artists, too, for um, uh, always uh, supporting us. Uh, Somebody else I want to give a shout out to, uh, and she might be listening tonight because she said she would be, um, Kesha Cho Cosplay from Southern England. So, uh, yeah, we say hello to you, Kesha Cho, and... uh, if you just give me a ping and let me know you're listening so uh, I can uh, relay greetings appropriately. Uh, Kesho Cho has had some wonderful ideas as well. Um, and maybe if I can bring her on to a future uh, podcast, uh, maybe she can uh, uh, tell everybody what her idea is. Um, but in addition to that, she's also has some art ideas too. Um, she's doing some art commissions too as well. Um, I believe her handle on Instagram for that is crystalbutterfly13. Um, so, um, yeah, she's been doing some wonderful artwork, and we've been sharing them in our Instagram stories as well. Um, we're um, happy to, uh, you know, support all of you guys however way we can. And um, so, uh, Emma, uh, when we take this commercial break now, after this, uh, we're going to have a little fun uh, with me subjecting myself to random Japanese snacks. Does that sound like a plan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Or is uh, I, have a, I have an idea uh, when we come back to, see, to figure out how we can decide what I'm going to have. So with that, Neff, uh, we will take our break now. Okay. So uh, listen to these messages, folks, and we'll be back in about a minute. This is The Extreme and Radio Podcast.
And welcome back to the Extreme Unreal Podcast. I'm Nef Canuck with JR and Emma Castiel. Yippee! You got it right. Very good. Considering the day I've had and considering I'm on to my first giant beer, I'm very surprised. Thank you very much. <laughs> What's the beer of choice tonight? I'm curious. Labatt Maximum Ice. Ah. 7.1 ABV. Ooh. So in other words, it's definitely designed to relax you <laughs> to the point where you can't walk anymore after a couple, but hey. Yeah. I'm not Before I go right. home, what's that? I was going to say, I'm not going anywhere right now, except after we're done here, I'm going to be slithering back into Hockey Central in my living oh, room. Oh, yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, before I go back, I'm going to have to go into a place to maybe get myself some Canadian beers, because being in northern New York, it's easier to get t- Canadian beers here than it is back down in the city. I, I was going to say, you're, you're close to the border, and we can just, you know, like throw a few cases over, literally. Exactly. I bet you haven't actually done that. Just gonna stand by the board and just thrown him beers. Well, the only problem is I don't have the arm for that. You know, if I was a major yeah. league baseball player, maybe, maybe. Yes. I'll okay. meet you at Niagara Falls enough after this show, and we'll figure out how to throw it over the falls. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a plan. Drown with a basket. <laughs> oh, 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 come on! No, we got to be a little more ambitious than that. I'll, I'll stand. <laughs> top of Niagara Falls. Neff will be in the, the Canadian version of the Maid of the Mist, and he'll just catch him with a big uh, baseball mitt. How does that sound? There we go. Okay, now I'm getting this yeah. mental image, and it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so am I now. Yeah. But anyway, um, Emma, you're going to help me with this uh, little idea. I have the brand new Baksu box, which finally showed up after about a month's worth of transit. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm up here now or if it's because um, they were just slow getting out this month's box. But, of course, um, Baksu has had to make a lot of shipping changes because of the uh, pandemic. Um, a big shout-out to Baksu again for giving us wonderful snacks to choose from they curate these snacks in these subscription packages that are sent out every month um and uh i do have a referral link if anybody's interested in trying the subscription um in the united states they are normalizing up their um sort of their um subscription shipments uh some other parts in the world including canada and, and i believe the uk uh there are still some additional delays but hopefully those get ironed out soon I still promise Neff to get him his uh, uh, initial box to see what he thinks, and then we could do like a dueling taste test one day. At this rate, I may have to come down there, but actually the border isn't even open now until September. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going, I get vault. How, wh- how long before they open the border again? I got extended to September 21st. Oh, okay. So that's like the like the seventh extension or something? Pretty much. I mean, our government's looking at your government and going, yeah, right. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, um, every uh, theme has a um, is in a box. So every box has a theme. And last month it was Okinawa. This month, August, it is Tokyo summer. So the combination of the hustle and bustle of Tokyo with the atmosphere of the fireworks festivals, which are um, 
usually prevalent in Japan at this time of the year. Uh, obviously, there are a lot of changes. Many of them aren't happening right now because coronavirus is still rampant and they don't want crowds to gather. Um, sadly, there are still hundreds of new cases of coronavirus in Japan every day. Um, so they're still trying to keep a lid on things as far as that goes. But um, anyway, Tokyo summer and um, just uh, reading the description together, we can celebrate at home with the famous f- flavors of a summer festival. So in my boxu box, I should have 13 different snacks. Some of them repeat in the box. But I should have 13 different snacks, uh, 11 that are sent to all subscriptions, and two that come with the um, classic subscription that I have for a total of 13. Most of the um, snacks this time come from Tokyo, but we have one coming from Aichi, one from Mie, and one from Hiroshima. So, Emma, what I'm going to ask you to do, I had... Um, describe this to you before I'm actually going to give you two options the first option that I told you is that I'm going to read out the snacks and then you stop me when we come up uh, on a name that you like and that you'd like me to try or um, this would be a bit of a stretch but uh, to appease all the D&D listeners on the stream tonight (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> Do you have a 13-sided dice on you or something no. equivalent? Uh, no. Or something higher than a 13? I have a 12. You have a 12, okay. Yeah, I have a... Uh, I've, yeah. No, I have a 12. That's I have a D20 and a D12. They're my ones... Okay. So you have a 20, though, right? Yes. Okay. So would you like to use a, a dice to decide what I'm going to, t- to try? Uh, I've just been told the DM is now listening to our <laughs> broadcast. Oh, the Dungeon Master. Yes, he is. The Henton is listening in. Hello, DM. <laughs> I'm talking to the captain here. <laughs> He's just typing, sorry. No worries. <laughs> it's okay. yeah, everyone's telling me to use the D20. Just use the D20. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, so this is how we'll do it. I'm gonna try we'll try two snacks. Okay. And I want you to give me the first two rolls that are between one and thirteen. That sound like a plan? Yes. Okay, so go ahead. We're gonna use a a D&D die to figure out what I'm going to have. The ice die. The ice, ooh. Um, nice blue ice die. Cool. So, 10. 10, okay. That's the first number. 10 again. <laughs> oh, not going to work out very well. No, 20, not 20. 16. <laughs> 17. I love this dice because it always rolls high. Okay. <laughs> Where did it go? NFL. I was going to say, and now it rolled really low off the table. 
but I'm shame. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was a 12. 10 and 12. Okay, so I'm just going to count up. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 and 12. Okay. <laughs> so it looks like I have number 12 right up on the top. And I'm going to look for number 10. My DMs just said, I may be captain, but uh, but he is God. <laughs> oh. Well, the DM usually is God, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Okay. Oh, th- I'm going to grab something right off the top of this as well. Okay. So I have my two snacks determined by uh, a Dungeons & Dragons captain. Okay. So yeah. one is a pound cake, it looks like, which I'm going to enjoy, I know. And I don't know. This looks like corn, a corn snack for the other one. So let's see. Uh, let's look at the butter. Oh, Emma Castiel, it's a Castella cake. Ooh, <laughs> so perfect. Like, it must, it must have been ironic. Exactly, yeah. a butter Castella c- a cake. A festival favorite, soft, sweet, and portable, perfect for the typical festival goer. The version we've included this month is enriched with additional butter for richer flavor. Oh. Ooh. Sounds so, nice. Heart defibrillator not included. <laughs> yeah, right? No, it does not include a uh, a trip to the hospital, I'm afraid. <laughs> I think right. you need to get into this one. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to look for the... Uh, seam there it is and i will take a little smell oh my goodness that looks Uh, delicious look at this one of these days i'll have to figure out uh obs and this way we can do our podcast live live and everybody can see what we're eating (laughs) i'm slowly starting to figure that out hey i feel like i need to eat some cake too Uh uh-oh Oh, gee. Why don't we all eat cake, then? (laughs) Let them eat cake. Exactly. (laughs) What do you have? I have a devil's food cake and a little tiny star um, cupcake, silicone cupcake mold. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Literally. Uh, All right. I'm going to go ahead and... uh, Oh, that's nice. I'm going to have a bite of this. Go on, then. (laughs) <laughs> oh my oh my now, I've I've had some of these cakes that you know I take one bite and I'm like I'm I'm back home in not home but in Japan this is a woohoo if you remember Emma we have a scale it goes from blech to meh to eh to yay, to woohoo in ascending order. Okay. Woohoo is like a five-star rating for me. Cool. So that's good. Now, let's take a look at the corn snack. Um, yaki tomorokoshi corn arare. A savory snack. Grilled corn glazed with butter and soy sauce. Oh, my. <laughs> Oof. And I have to be careful because this may come out a little loose because I feel they, they, these are meant to be like corn kernel snacks. And I think I uh, 
I think I tore it incorrectly here. Hold on. Oops, you didn't follow directions, did you, JR? No, I followed directions. It just uh it just tore in the wrong spot. You know what? I'm gonna I may have to get some scissors. <laughs> I I tore it at the right spot, but uh the angle that I tore it at is like uh Oops. just missed uh where the seal is, so can you not do it on the other side? Uh I'm gonna try on the other side. Oh there we go, yeah. Okay. Woman's touch. <laughs> well, they actually give you two two entry routes. That's that's pretty that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So these are the okay. I thought they were corn kernels, but not quite. They're like these itty bitty snacks. Hmm. Remind they remind me of, of um, cheese puffs. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, the, the Cheetos, except they're not you know yeah. covered in that orange <laughs> goop. <laughs> yeah. This one is uh yeah, it's a little salty. It leaves a little residue here, but it. Not not as bad as the one I had the previous podcast, Nefer, you remember. Yeah, I, I think you were still I think you were wiping your hands off for a while after those <laughs> ones. Yipes. Yeah, this isn't this leaves a little bit, but isn't too bad. Okay, here we go. Yaki tomorokoshi con arare. Well, they're certainly they sound really crunchy. Okay. Um That's good. It almost feels like it's taking off my teeth on the first crunch, though. Oh. Okay. Like I've already dentist. had a... What's that? I was going to say, not dentist recommended, in other words. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I've already had emergency dental repairs up here. I don't want to go through another bill, you know? Oof. Yeah. You want to you avoid that. <laughs> so if you eat any more, make sure you soak them in something first. Yeah. Now, usually there is a tea pairing with this. Maybe I'll have to try it later. Oh, there is a Sencha tea pairing. Okay. Which uh, I may have up here or might wait until I go back home and have the little uh, teapot handy and ready. Mm. So so I think, uh, yes, these are two wonderful recommendations, Emma. Thank you. Or, or thank your ice dye. Ice dye, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only problem with, with loose dice. You put them no. down, and half the time, where did they go? So <laughs> I have a little box that I was coloring in part of yesterday. That's the bottom part, and it's like white and blue stripes, and then the top's red and white stripes, and oh. it just let me take these ones out because they're not really supposed to be in there. My my guys are like, we know which dice they are. And it's just... Ah! Just like all of them just sit in there quite nice. Ah, cool. And I actually made this box myself out of paper and made it from origami. Oh, very nice. Oh, very nice. Origami box. Mm. Bottom and top. Uh, where the top's gone, I don't know. <laughs> mm. um, something uh, that uh, Caldeth in the chat room mentioned, and it's a good thing we can bring up here as we uh, get close to the end of the show. Um, in the last few days, it's been announced that um, a lot of uh, Japanese uh, animation studios are working to put together a YouTube library of anime. Oh. So uh, Toei Kodansha, and this is, this is significant that it's actually reported in Variety of all places. Um, 
But Toei, Kodansha, and other content providers have banded together to start a channel on YouTube. The goal is to have 30 companies providing 3,000 anime titles on YouTube by 2022. Ambitious? <laughs> yeah. Also, also going to be rather interesting because if you're like me and you have everything set up at your biggest screen you have, you don't necessarily have, you know, a keyboard, et cetera, to, to go looking for things. I'm going, hmm, this could right. be interesting. So apparently their uh, initial um, audience uh, would be the local Japanese market, but they are looking to add subtitles in English and Chinese. Mm, taking, taking care of their two biggest markets, I would, I would think. Right. Um, and content at the launch includes Blackjack um, and Future Boy Conan. Future Boy Conan is probably from your from your era, right, Neff? I was going to say, um, now you're talking about really, really old stuff. I think part of the trick is some they're probably looking for stuff that was never licensed here. Mm-hmm. So it'll be either really old or potentially really obscure that never caught the eyes of the North American licenses licensors, rather. Right. Um, and it's uh, apparently one way that... Uh, um, the Japanese anime distributors are thinking about putting legal content out there. And speaking of content, Neff, uh, there was some news also about uh, the new copyright laws in Japan that recently went into effect, right? Yeah, and uh, the resulting uh, actions by several sites of, shall we say, ill repute suggests that this is going to be actually serious this time as opposed to several other copyright reforms the Japanese government has promised over the years that never actually had any teeth. Mm. Apparently this one is a bit more draconian in comparison, so those sites have decided, you know, better to run away and survive than, you know, stay stay up and, you know... Yes. So the era of file-sharing anime downloads is probably done. I won't say it'll be done. I'll say it'll go further underground again because it, got, mm. it had gotten a little too out there. So if you're going to do bad things or slightly illegal things, you don't want it to be basically easily accessible anyway. So things All that were already underground, basically. Yes, what were you saying, Emma? All-knowing, Nev, do you know if Helsinger is going to be on the... Helsing. Well, yeah. Helsing is actually licensed right now, I believe, by Funimation, which may or may not mean you have access in England because, of course, Funimation has this weird thing with their licensing that I don't quite understand. All right. Okay. And I, I, well, we, we have an answer for that, Emma. If you, well, we might have an answer. Um, we, we go back to a website that I've mentioned before, Just Watch. Mm-hmm. So just watch will tell you or you get you put in the name of a show and it'll tell you where you can watch it online legally. So I'll just go here and set it to the UK and type in Helsing. Ooh. Uh Helsing, oh they have Helsing and Helsing Ultimate. Let's take a look here. Uh apparently in the UK you can watch it on the Funimation uh service. 
and uh, and Helsing Ultimate, uh, same. Uh, you can watch it on uh, in the UK on Funimation and Netflix. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure if it's Funimation in the UK, you'd have to subscribe, right? Yeah, yeah. Sub- um, the subscription is quite steep, too. <laughs> okay, now really? I'm going to ask, how much is it over there for a year? For a year? Uh, I don't know for a year, but monthly it was like £15. £15? Yeah. But where, mother like, of pearl. That, that knocks us out of the water. Is that much? Because a British pound right now is a dollar sixty Canadian. Okay, so doing the math very roughly in my head, that's twenty dollars a month. Yeah, and we we are literally getting the short end of the stick when it comes to getting and watching animes. I mean, Crunchyroll is probably the the best one to watch animes on but we don't get that much ours is like censored so much we miss half of what you guys get and it's really annoying well well a lot of the streaming services are are getting a lot more careful over here uh you may or not may or not may or may not remember that's one series interspecies reviewers that lasted a grand total of three episodes before Funimation reversed themselves and said this is actually pretty much softcore porn and yanked the title. So, hmm. in fact, there's one that High Dive is showing that I'm actually going to watch this. I just want to see how bad it is because I've read the manga. The manga is actually scary. It is Pimp Daddy Moroku. Not only does he approve of it, I think he wrote it. <laughs> Peter Grill and the Time Stone, I think they've translated it too, where the premise is the strongest fighter in the world. Okay, which is all well and good. He has his betrothed. Everything should be fine, except all of the monster girls, the strongest monster girls in all the various tribes, want his his you know his DNA. And even the preview video had the magic beams of light to hide certain things. And I'm going, how bad will this actually be to watch? Yeah. Pretty bad, I'm guessing. (laughs) (laughs) By the look on your face, I'm guessing it's going to be pretty bad. (laughs) Like I said, I read the manga for a while, and I went, wow. I'm just like, blink. So if I'm going blink, then that's pretty much a good sign that, yeah, this is not for kids. Not even close. Um. I'll just stick to the Crossing Time manga and Ace of Diamond that I'm still working my way through the first season. Thank you very much. Well, okay, I managed to cl- I can cleanse my my palate with something a little, you know, a lot less raunchy. Uh, Kaguya-sama: Love Is War. The anime continues, and the manga I'm catching up on it. I'm in volume fourteen now, uh-huh. and it's like okay, both the main characters have finally confessed. But now it's gotten, it's fallen off into the rails again, and it's just like, oh my god, the two of you, oh boy, dense, <laughs> dense, dense. Oh man, mm. what about you, Emma? What are you watching in anime world? I haven't actually been watching any anime recently, just because I have been really busy. Um, I I have had a week off of work, but I have been all over the place with my with my mom, my grandma, 
the D&D world and my best friend just pulling me all <laughs> kind of directions. So I've not actually had a chance to sit and watch TV. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, I, I, I do. I do digress. I have been watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer from the beginning again. <laughs> <laughs> but that has literally been like on for five minutes, and then I've had to turn it off because someone's pulled me somewhere. So. Oh no! Yeah, no. It's been it's been good though. It's been keeping me busy, keeping me out of the house, staring at four walls all all the time. So. All right. Well, that that's really the trick because right now you 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 want to get out. I mean. I'm at the point where it's like, okay, I don't care if it's doing an errand for somebody. I'll go. I got to get out of the house. I just have to. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, these four walls, they're not closing in, but, you know, they're certainly getting very familiar. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's getting time when we have to depart. Uh, I would love to go longer, but now uh, it's probably bedtime for you, Emma, isn't it? Um, Yeah, it's getting there. Yeah, it's getting there. I'm probably going to spend the rest of this evening editing the podcast, and then I'll probably go to bed slightly after midnight. So this way, uh, Flight Simulator can download onto my laptop all night long, and I'll be ready in the morning. <laughs> I-, I was wondering if that's what you were going to do. You were literally going to set it up before you go to bed, and then you know, by the time you wake up at six in the morning, you know, fresh copy installed, time to go fly. Exactly right. And the, we'll, go on, sorry, go on. I was about to say, do a little house hunting. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but this was fun, Emma. We really appreciate you coming on here again. Uh, I had thought that you had been on the podcast before, but this is actually your first appearance on the podcast in its present format since we started at the beginning of this year. So, um Thank you so much, uh, and thank you for everything that you do, and you you will continue to do for us. Yep, yep, always well. <laughs> um, is there anything you'd like to say uh, to the listeners or any of the other Sarahs who might be listening? Um, just keep doing what you're doing to the other Sarahs. Every every little thing you do, every photo you take every post you repost is just fantastic every artwork that's been brought in absolutely amazing the new ones the old ones the ones in pipelines keep doing everything that you do we love seeing it all and thank you for all the listeners that keep listening and just keeping us going listening to our random antics yeah and uh, yeah basically <laughs> well it's uh it's a lot and uh, a lot of um wonderful uh people helping us out to uh make this podcast a reality and uh, uh people like you are very instrumental and we really appreciate your help oh you're more than welcome anything okay. we can do to help we will and we will continue to do it yeah and uh here's to one day returning back to the UK after things uh, go back to normal, huh? Yeah, we, we've got more places we need to uh, um, visit. <laughs> I can't think of the word then. It just went. <laughs> <laughs> if things go according to plan, I might be virtually landing in Doncaster, Sheffield uh, tomorrow at some point. 
<laughs> I'll, I'll stand outside waving. Exactly. <laughs> what do you think, Neff? Uh, virtual tour around the world. Uh, probably the best thing to do now as opposed to actual traveling around the world. I was going to say, in comparison to the, the rigmarole you have to deal with, you know, actually flying, yeah, I think virtually is just about my speed right now. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, folks, uh, we really appreciate you uh, tuning in to this Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Um, as far as our schedule goes for the foreseeable future, um, we had sort of um, sort of put together a, a summer schedule in advance, but um, the way things are going up here, we don't seem to be doing too good with uh, keeping that schedule, unfortunately. So um, the next show is going to be um, to be announced. Uh, I'm going to figure out uh, when will be the best time uh, for me to uh, get together with Neff to do another show. It might be in two weeks. It might be next week. Um, not exactly sure. And then hopefully um, things will go back to a sort of normal uh, when I get back home. Um, sans uh, the time needed uh to potentially build a new computer um, as Yoshida 1A will be retired in favor of Yoshida EX squared. That's what we're going to call the computer, Yoshida EX squared. <laughs> <laughs> so, a theme there. Oh, hmm. uh, yeah, I think so. Um, so, um, so just keep following us on social media. Um, and um, the closing commentary, I'll, I'll do it this time because everything is pretty much changed. Um, if you would like to get in touch with us, if you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints, as Neff says, uh, you can email us. That hasn't changed. ExtremeAnimeRadio at gmail.com. For all of our other links, please go to our link tree, which is linktr.ee slash radio. If you're going to forget that, then just go to AnimeRadio.net, which now will take you to our podcast page. The podcast page will show you uh, a description of the show and will list all of the podcasts that you can stream right then and there. Um, but if you go to the description, you'll have the Linktree link in the description. You can click on it. And it will take you to our various social media pages. Facebook, facebook.com forward slash anime radio. Uh, Instagram at extreme anime radio. Twitter at anime radio. Um, the Sarah Yoshida page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash anime radio mascot. Uh, you'll also have links to the podcast again. And at the very bottom of that link tree is the donation link via PayPal. Um, we will keep reminding you of this as the days and weeks go on. Uh, and we do appreciate your patience as we make this change. Again, the next show uh, to be announced, and we'll announce it on our social media platforms. Um, Neff, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, I think you've covered just about everything I can think of. Okay. And uh, Emma, if people want to reach you, um, your cosplay life pages, I believe, are uh, facebook.com forward slash Emma Sarah Cosplay. That takes yep. you to Cosplay Life. Mm -hmm. And I want to say that your Instagram is cosplay underscore life 23. Yes, it is. I got that right. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>
So um, you should be tattooed on your brain now. The many amount of times you've been posting, and <laughs> <laughs> I was like looking through my Instagram feed, knowing that on the other side of it, where you get tagged in stuff, and it's just Sarah, 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 Sarah. <laughs> well, hopefully, we'll have more of those hashtags uh, with uh, your future projects and everyone's future projects. And uh, again, thank you for staying up late and joining us. And uh, Big shout out to you again, uh, your family, and all of your D and D buddies. <laughs> Thank you so much. And the Black Crow Syndicate says good night. And good night to you, uh, Captain Tanu. <laughs> good night. <laughs> so for Captain Tanu slash Emma Castiel slash Sarah in England, and for Neff, I'm Jr. Thank you for listening, and remember, keep on listening for the Extreme on Radio podcast. Good night, everybody. We'll see you again real soon. Bye-bye. Bye.